Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to another episode. This is Jamie Gardner here, of course, with something pretty damn exciting. This is an interview we did in our group, the Super Affiliate Accelerator group. Also shot it live over to my own group as well. If you're interested in checking that out, I'll leave a link below. In the meantime, this is an interview with a Super Affiliate Accelerator student, Katja Heron. She went from zero to 30K in revenue in less than six months, absolutely crushing it with her affiliate marketing business. And she spits some absolute fire when it comes to mindset, how to stay focused and making the most of the very limited time that she had to build her business. This lady is an absolute amazing lady and you're gonna get a ton of value out of listening to this. Anyway, roll the intro, I'll catch you guys right after this. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, you're joined by none other than myself, Jamie, Karcher, and Jacob for the interview with Karcher, who's uh, one of the SAA students, absolutely crushing it at the moment. And uh, yeah, absolutely honored to, uh, to have you on board. So I might just give it a couple of moments, see if we uh, get a few folks rocking up and we'll, uh, we'll kick things off. So if you happen to jump on, just uh, smash that heart button, drop the hashtag live, just helps the message get, get a little bit further out to the algorithm. And uh, of course, if you do happen to watch the replay, smash that uh, heart button once again and drop a hashtag replay. Give me a moment there, I'm just gonna... Uh, so What's go. going on, everybody? Hope you're all doing well. Got another special guest. I'm going to share our story. This is going to be a fun one. Should be good. Thanks for uh, tuning in, folks. Uh, if you do get the chance, there's a little button just above the live and it uh, from StreamYard, and it just allows us to see who who's commenting there. Uh, thanks for staying up, whoever that is. That's awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that it's well and truly loaded with value. Make it worth your worth your time for staying up. So, <laughs> McCall, how you doing, man? Good to see you, folks. Alrighty. Cool. Oh yeah, late one for you guys, Los Angeles. John, how you doing? The man that never sleeps. I like it. <laughs> Cody, how you doing, man? Cool, cool. Um, so, Carter, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely amazing to have you here, and um, very, uh, very honoured to uh, hopefully help help have you spill the beans and give all the secret sources to how you manage the market and what seems like pretty rapid succession from the outside. So, um, to kick things off, I, I guess just to give a bit of a hello and a bit of an intro. Um, who are you, and where you from, and all that sort of stuff and how did you get started in affiliate marketing <laughs> well uh yeah um i'm well thank you thank you for having me really an honor uh to be here to talk to to both of you like like this you know almost in person um yeah i'm from slovenia it's a small small country in europe um and i actually i live 20 kilometers from the capital in the middle of europe but my my main issue always is uh, the connection <laughs> uh so if i just freeze here um I, yeah this is it <laughs> okay, okay. yeah um, um, so i guess for the folks at home um do you want to tell us a little bit about your story in terms of how you got into affiliate marketing and I guess why affiliate marketing specifically? Uh, yeah, um, you know, it was that 2020, after 2020. Uh, and uh, before that I had I had a business, I had a company, small company, we worked on, on um, creating packaging for food packaging, uh, creating for food items, you know, like I developed um, concepts and I had a uh, designers to to create like everything else um and it went well we depended on local clients uh, there are a lot of food producers here so we did, we just did that you know uh and it went well it went like just on its own you know but then when 2020 came 
oh, well, they got shut down, they stopped developing their new products, and the first thing that they were, like, cancelling were, were new products, and we did um, us, you know. Uh, so I was like, okay, what to do now? This local client, this is, like, not really good to be depending on. I want to do something else. And also, it wasn't... It was a comfortable work, you know, I did it for a while, but it wasn't like really, it was a routine already. So I said, okay, uh, let me find something new. Um, and then I just, I just started searching. I came into a program that was like all about online marketing, all the other, all different stuff. And you can do this and you can do this and you can do this. And I said, okay, this would be good for me uh, to see, to try it. But then it it just was it was like foggy. It was like okay, I want to do it. I just I don't want to just like read the book and oh, interesting. I want to do this, you know. I want to. Yeah. And I did everything they said, but um, and I worked hard for it, but it didn't work, you know. I tried web pages. I built a web store. I developed my own product for that web store, uh, and nothing, nothing really. Like I was expecting. I know, I know, but I was expecting that if I build that stuff, that it will just work, you know, that, yeah. okay, like you start a car and it drives on its own, you know, and I now know, of course, <laughs> that it doesn't work this way, but yeah, back then I was, okay, if they say it will work, then it will work, so I, I just get, go, uh, went with it, and it didn't work, um, and my, my first thought then when I figured that it won't work on its own was either either this whole thing is a scam or I'm missing something yeah. <laughs> this <too. laughs> um, but the, the same the, the whole affiliate marketing um, concept then that I just like took out of everything affiliate marketing was the most like it sounded it sounded doable to me and it sounded like something that I really would like because you can choose who you work with, what you work with. Uh, and I, yeah, it must, it must be that I'm missing something because the whole business model sounds logical and it sounds like something that um, a normal person could do. Uh, so I started to look for what I'm missing. And the more and more I figured that, um, yeah, what I'm missing is um, I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know how to do selling. Um, you know, I, yeah, I built a web page and it obviously doesn't do the marketing and selling for me. So I had maybe I should dive into this. And right, right about that moment, I stumbled, no, he stumbled on, on me, <laughs> an affiliate marketer. And we talked, he answered all those questions and he like, you know, gave me clarity. I had a lot of questions and he was patient. He was talking to me a lot. and. Yeah, it sounded more and more logical. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I want to develop my skills in marketing and selling. And then I can do whatever, you know. And I just then choose that for now, chose that for now, yeah, affiliate marketing is a great, great thing to do because I can focus on, on learning. I can focus on, on just this fundamental stuff. Mm. So that's how... Uh, by by Christmas last year, you know, I <laughs> I um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. Thanks so much for for kind of filling in the backstory there. Um, it's, it's kind of a, I think a familiar path for a lot of people. It, it feels like where you know when, when you hit that initial roadblock after you've got started with something, and it's either like okay, well this isn't for me, and I'm going to you know head elsewhere, or you just make that decision like do I want to take this seriously? Because if other people are getting results, then surely I can get the results too. And so therefore you, you know, usually go and search, which is um, seems to be quite a, a typical pathway for a lot of people. Um, so you uh, sort of at, at that point, I'm not entirely sure when it was exactly, but I, I just remember it felt like every day in the thread in SAA, it would just be like, oh, congratulations, Karcha, and high ticket sale. Congratulations, Karcha, and high ticket sale. And it's which was amazing, um, but it, it felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, who is this lady? Where did she come from? This is incredible. Um, what do you think it, it was that helped you start to kind of, uh, I guess, I guess, see some results first and foremost, and then obviously leverage that momentum to continue those results? Uh, 
Um, well, I actually I didn't expect results to monetary results to happen that fast. I I would be glad in that moment because I was really. <laughs> uh, but um, I didn't expect them. I thought that I have so much to learn and I will just learn. I will just um, I will just treat this as a study period for me. Uh, I will try everything that uh, coaches that you tell me that uh, you know um, mentors. I will try everything. I will do everything because you know the stuff and I don't. And I will just go with it and test it and play with it and you know just research the stuff, uh, like practice through through uh, and learn along. And I will see what will happen because yeah, I I knew that I just needed to learn the skills. That it's not that you will give me a button and I will push it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not about <laughs> and you don't you don't have any buttons right <laughs> no. so um yeah so this like just like um keep it as a study period you know and not expecting anything out other than you will learn i will learn and i would like connect with people that i like uh, yeah. and yeah this was like my stand back then that, that's amazing um, we had another interview recently and one of the topics that came out of that was, and, and it's somewhat of a theme within SAA in itself, was that we, we talk about detachment a lot of the time and it's obviously something quite easy to say, just be detached, don't worry about the sales, it's fine, But because I know that the end goal is to obviously make sales and, and get some form of income, otherwise what's the point of doing this? Um, but it's really interesting to hear that the pathway for you has started off with that sense of attachment like i just want to learn this stuff and i just want to have fun with it and i think that there is is a massive lesson for anyone watching that if you can find a way to remove the need for that outcome which obviously is sales all that type of stuff it's ironic how the sales tend to come because you're focusing more on the inputs and the things that you can control as opposed to things that you can't always control whether you have someone buys things like that so that's um that's yeah very very powerful stuff um i think let me jump in there real quick jamie yeah I mean, for sure the other, the other thing that i take out of that is in this world that we play in you've got people who so quickly want to jump from being completely fresh to being the expert or being the whatever you want to call it right and and they're so conscious of the optics of how they present their content you know, they, they want to look like the person immediately that, that knows everything. Um, and that's the, the person that they feel like they have to try and portray through their content, through their lives, all that kind of stuff. Uh, when it's just not, it's just not the reality. So what Kutch is saying of, you know, she went into a period knowing that, you know, Jamie probably knows more about selling and, and accepting that fact. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a, a virtue of, of, of time and, and um, you know, runs on the board from from doing right whereas i think a lot of people get so caught up in the in the optics of presenting that they are the the expert that they're three minutes into the game um and it goes to their head right they're not presenting then they're, they're not showing up like a student they're trying to show up so that everyone thinks that they're the guru instantly and it it, it can become pretty toxic um I think the second you lose that genuine raw curiosity of what can I learn from this person or this situation, and it and and that that line is not dictated by how much money someone's made in my books. I will I, I've paid people to mentor me who have earned a hell of a lot less money than me because they've got something that they can teach me. I think as soon as you lose that appetite and and perspective of what can I learn here, and you let it go to your head that I'm, I'm the shit, right? You need self-confidence. But as soon as you feel like you've learned everything, you're done. So I think yeah. that's a huge, huge thing is that, you know, Kutcher knew that she had a big learning curve to go through and embrace that fact. And then that ties in perfectly to what you kind of picked up around detachment. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so on that note, though, I'm, I'm guessing there would have been some, like, as you know, it's easy to say, I didn't expect much to happen, but there must have been something like a goal or like a, an outcome that you did eventually want at some point. Um, 
So I guess what, what kind of fueled you in the initial stages just to go, okay, I'm just going to continue learning and, and growing on that, that type of stuff, like, as opposed to not expecting the sales to come immediately, but where's the motivating factor if, if that's not the expectation type thing? Uh, uh, yeah, it was learning with purpose. Absolutely. It was learning with purpose. It was like, okay, I have to learn this to be able to do this, uh, to be able to, to, yeah, to generate income, to be able to, um, to make a living for my family because uh, I'm single, I have two kids and uh, everything started out of this necessity. But um, what I figured was um, with knowledge that I had, with uh, ex experience that I had before, I couldn't do it. It was I, I needed something new. So yes, it was uh, it was definitely to to make a living out of it. But um, I knew that if I will learn and if I will focus and if I will um, if it won't happen, then this means that I have to learn more. That I just I just didn't refine yet enough that i didn't listen well enough and i just got back let's say uh i i i listened to a few to trainings uh in sai like some of them i listened to like i don't know like 15 times i just want to i i, I know uh, that interview that you have with andy this is like i i, I probably i know it by heart you know <laughs> uh and <laughs> uh because this was like okay yeah this guy knows it you know this guy knows it and I, how can i learn just this and yeah but yes absolutely with the purpose i want to i want to make it i want to uh to make this work working for me you know so, uh because i really i love it actually i i it's it's an amazing work to do and i want to make it here because it's like it's win, 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 you know, all the wins, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and that, that sort of touches on another thing, which is, you know, I, I always thought it was a cliche, uh, but I, I sort of understand that it's, there's a heck of a lot of truth behind it, which is if you're not enjoying the process, it's going to become that, that, that part of it, which starts off as challenging, becomes mind numbing after a while because you're not like you're not enjoying it, you're taking any sort of enjoyment out of the learning process, out of the, the implementation process. So I think that in itself is also a, another really vital part of, of your story by the sound of it. Um, the, sorry, so I, the, other, the other thing I take out of that, Katja, what you're describing there, where you, you find one piece of content and you watch it 10, 15, 20 times, I've done that same thing with courses. <laughs> you, you feel something about a certain video or a certain message that someone's trying to... Portray. I've done it with free like YouTube videos as well. Um, there's certain ones where you know there's an important part to it. Yeah. And every time you listen to it, you pick up something a little bit different. Um, but what that represents, and, and when we try and do these interviews, the reason that we're doing them is, is for the folks that haven't quite had that breakthrough yet. If you can pick up one action trait or character trait from culture that she's doing that maybe you're not doing, Right. And that's not a slight on anybody. It's just, again, we can all do better. You know, I can do better. Jamie can do better. We can all do better. Um, it, that, that to me indicates an attitude of obsession and immersion into the content, into the subject matter. Um, and a, and a, you know, a desire to really, really figure out as much as you can. Right. Skirting through and, and flicking through all the videos, you might pick up a little bit of stuff, but going, I'm going to learn as much as I can about sales and watching that video that goes for, I think it goes for nearly two hours. Yeah, um, <laughs> that many times, over, that, that's the character trait in there that is important to take away from it. Sure, you can take away, oh, maybe I should go watch that interview with Andy and it's brilliant and I would recommend it. But the character trait is 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 the real thing there, which is immersing yourself in, in information that you know can help you and not just skimming it so you can tick the box yes but i would add not only like immersing but also whatever you pick up from each time that you uh, that you listen to something just go and test you know just yeah. try uh, how how it feels for you because something won't work for you something will work for you and uh, you, you just go and test then uh, i i treat it for 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 first i don't know how many zooms i just treated them as and i still do this 
just as a practice, you know. So I will give people clarity, uh, but they will give me a chance to practice, you know. So <laughs> it's like all the time um, just to, to refine the process, to, to see what's working for you. That's amazing. Um, yeah, incredible stuff. Uh, that absorption is, is massively powerful. It's like, for me, the only thing I can relate it to is re-watching old movies that I already know what happens. But every time you watch that old movie, there's a, a new scene or a new line that you pick up or something. Um, and, you know, that happens with trainings and stuff as well. So what do you feel like, obviously, when you started uh, knocking over sales, that, that felt, like I say before, it felt like there was a whole bunch of them happened in really quick succession. Can you kind of talk us through... I guess, like, well, first of all, how did it feel first and foremost? And then um, what made you kind of just leverage that momentum to go on to the next and next and next and next and so on and so forth? Um, yeah, I remember my first sale, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I, I know it was like uh, uh, Friday evening and that person just uh, uh, messaged me that she purchased the product. Uh, and I was like, unbelievable, you know, it was like six weeks uh, after I started uh, everything. And I was just talking to that person and I was just explaining to her why this stuff can work, you know, and the stuff that she uh, that, she's, that she was working on is right, why this is like better way. Uh, and we were just talking and she said, well, I decided I will purchase. Uh, and that was oh, amazing, you know, how, how incredible that she trusted me that much, that she um, valued my words that much, that she valued what I learned in only those like short six weeks that much, that this can make such a difference for uh, another person, you know. Um, and um, yes, then I said, okay, so this stuff actually, actually, not that I think that it works, now I have uh, the proof, you know, also. So this is how the whole process looks like. Um, and um, how I leveraged it. Uh, well, it just gave me like um, some ease, ease uh, in, in I, I became even, okay, so I can do this. I can definitely do it. Maybe not with this person, maybe not with that person, but I can definitely do it. And I started to play and test even more. And you encourage, uh, a lot to test, to try, to see, maybe it will work, maybe it won't work. Your word, Jamie, uh, you, when you say, well, the, the worst thing that can happen, the person can ghost you, or they can say no, or they can, you know, say yes. So yeah, this is not that awful, you know. <laughs> so yeah. you can test, and you can just end with that first sale, and then uh, shortly uh, two more came, you know. I was just like, okay, so definitely testing is good. And definitely, you know, again, it, it was just proof that what you tell me, that what you teach me is like working. Yeah. So I just played more, you know, I just uh, had some more confidence that I can, yeah, I can be even more authentic. I can talk even more in details in my content. I can, you know, everything just like enhanced. Love that. Um, something you mentioned there, I think was really, really fascinating, which is the zero to first sale part, the distance was, did you say six weeks? Yeah. Um, and the reason why I find that massively powerful is because a lot of people, when they are selling something, especially high ticket information in particular, they, they approach it with their own set of, uh, perhaps inhibition, I, I guess might be the right word. Whereas they, they think, oh, well, why would anyone buy from me? Because I'm new. And it, it's this thing of like, this is prime example right here. It's because you're curious about what to do and how to improve. And you have the confidence, I guess, within yourself and, and within the program to ask the question, which I, I think is amazing. And because you're sharing your experience, it goes to show that you don't necessarily need to be person with a thousand sales to then make more sales it, it can happen at any level uh, and i think that's a, a massive takeaway for anyone tuning in as well is that you know no matter where you are on on the ladder you know zero rung or further you know 100 rung on the ladder so to speak it, it doesn't matter because there's going to be a whole bunch of reasons why people would wish to buy from you 
versus someone else, which I think is uh, really, really powerful. Yeah. The other cool thing that, that Kutcher said was, I can't remember the exact word, but it was short six weeks. I think you said that little word in there, short. Some people go six weeks and go, this doesn't happen in six weeks, I'm out. All right, short six weeks in, indicates to me the mindset that Kutcher was in and still is in about how this is a long-term thing. Um, and taking that approach to learning a skill set that can pay you for years and, and, and decades is, is a pretty wise approach. And to, and to back up what Jamie just said about um, people buy from beginners, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we regularly get emails to our support um, who say, um, hey, I want to buy from insert name and I want to make sure that they get the commission. And, and very, very often that name isn't Aaron. Like it's not always quite frequently. It's this person took the time to give me special attention. They made me a really good offer and I want to make sure that they get compensated accordingly. Um, it's, it's really, really common and it doesn't matter what your results are. People, people buy from you. If you, if you show them care and, and, and put their needs and, and wants ahead of your own um, and really listen. Yeah. The, the insights that you have uh, when you just jump in, when you're just new and you can understand the person much better on the other side uh, because you are like just a moment you were back, you were there and you can really relate to them and they can relate to you. So if you're just like honest, um, you can relate to that person who is thinking who ha doesn't have a solution yet much much better than some than i don't know you know people much much uh, further uh, away you know because you were just there you just knew you you remember you know how it feels uh, yeah. so you, if you just share this then they will relate already so i think that being a new person actually is, is a strength if you if you use it, if you use it this way, you know, if you just are transparent and you're just saying, yeah, I'm new too, you know, so we can, we can be new together, you know, <laughs> and we can support each other, you know, uh, it's like, just, and it feels better than, than to pretend that you're some, someone that pretending. Works think, better. Yeah. Mm. We've um, spoken about this before. It's we called it the beginner's advantage. And there's yeah. two ways you can look at every situation. You can either look at that and go, oh, what was me? I'm a beginner. Everyone was a beginner. Everyone yeah. started somewhere. Or you can do what Kutcher just did and look at it from a positive perspective and go, no, that means I'm more relatable. I'm closer to this person. I can bet you someone just starting is going to want to learn directly from Kutcher more than they're going to want to learn directly from myself or from Jamie because of how close she is to where they are right now. It's just the way that it is. It's a virtue of time and a virtue of, you know, runs on the board. As I said before, her story is going to be more relatable um, because she's just been through it. That is a genuine asset for a beginner in this game. One, um, one disadvantage, potentially potential disadvantage when you've been doing it for a little while is when you start waving around big screenshots, for most people, their financial thermostat isn't dialed in at that level. So therefore, there's a, a subconscious disconnect between you know, 20 grand, 40 grand a month or whatever, versus, you know, someone who's, who's just starting out in their journey. I think it's actually, as pointed out by both of you, it's, it's actually massively powerful for that exact reason. It's because it's relatable. relatable. Um, but as, as mentioned though, it's, I think the important takeaway is actually the attitude of that rather than just going, you know, Oh, what was me? I'm, I'm new, so why would people buy from me? It's like I'm new, and that's why people are going to buy from me, which I think is, is absolutely awesome. Um, so, I guess in, in every every person's journey, there is going to be things that pop up that are frustrating and that don't work out according to plan. Uh, in your case, so far, have you had any sort of major hurdles that you've had to overcome? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, you know, only just by um, um, coming from from a, um, from a, a work that actually paid like um, 
you know, constantly. It was like like a regular job, almost like this. And to dive into here, where you don't really know what will happen next week, next month, and uh, with with your paycheck and everything, if that if it actually paycheck doesn't exist, you you have to, you know. Uh, this is like a major, a major like um, mindset uh, stuff that I had to work through. That uh, now I I. I was depending on myself before too, but I had regular clients and uh, now I'm depending totally, totally on myself. Uh, and this this means that if I don't, you know, sit and do the work, uh, then the work won't be done, you know? Uh, so yeah, you have some, some bad days, uh, but um, you know, uh, and I learned this also from you, uh, when you have bad days, just do the tasks, you know, and they will be over and you did the stuff and you will. And then uh, when you see it this way, then after that bad day, you say, well, yeah, but I still did it. I still did the work. I still, you know, put in the, you know, everything that I can. And this is like then the best day, you know, it's easy to work when you are in the flow. It's easy to work when you have like the best conversations ever. But if you if it's tough and if it's like, oh, you know, um then it's it's even better afterwards you know it's like eh, i did it you know even now even today yeah yeah this is yeah. it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's more more fulfilling more fulfilling because you're actually you, you've made that commitment to yourself to maintain a sense of consistency throughout it which is not like you pointed out it's not always easy especially if you're having like you say had a bad night's sleep and something happens in your personal life and you know you're frustrated about whatever or feel a bit under the weather and you're still still there you're still showing up and, and whatnot i think um that inspires even more confidence within yourself later on yeah. which uh, is obviously pretty powerful um interesting what you're talking about as well i don't think this gets discussed that much in, in the organic space is that um you quite often will will have that thing where you have a sale and that trickles on to sometimes that distance from like one sale to like five sales in a month or six sales whatever it is it's, it can be quite small but then a lot of the time because the focal point is then on yeah creating and making sales all, all of a sudden you you've kind of forgotten to top up the, the the top of your pipeline so to speak and so therefore you do have that sort of little bit of a roller coaster at, at times which um, you know from a mindset perspective can be hard to hard to deal with um unless you hear it elsewhere and now you know how to deal with it so anyway um that's awesome so in terms of I guess because your, your pathway has been somewhat different, I guess, in some ways because of the the fact that it has felt like it's happened in pretty rapid succession. So what do you feel that you're doing differently? When, well, okay, good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, it's not meant to be a curveball. <laughs> it's like... Um, you know, I keep my blinders on, so I don't, uh, I don't compare, <laughs> so I don't uh, actually know what uh, what other people do. I, I do what 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 I feel it's right. You know, um, so that's that's why this is a good question. But I would say when I talk to people, I would say that uh, the major issue for for a lot of them is that they treat all this thing as a as some kind of like side project um which is fine but if you expect from that side project that it will have great impact on on your life and everything then it cannot be a side project it cannot be something that you will just do no matter and you won't change anything um how you are how you work how you think how you uh, see yourself you will just have it there and it will do you know everything uh, this 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 there is a like disconnect uh, if you want that stuff to work for you a lot then you have to also you have to embrace it like not only a side project but like a transformation that you're going through on all levels um and i think this this disconnect of having oh i will just treat this ah, just a side project just something that i do over you know sunday um and then expect a lot that this doesn't you know compute <laughs> yeah yeah um I feel like Jacob's going to comment on this one a little bit more, but two things you touched on, on there. Number one was you've got to treat it like a business. This is 
something that I also had to learn the hard way because I thought I was treating it like a business. I thought, oh yeah, I'm kind of doing this stuff, but realistically, I sort of I'd have a couple of nights off or I you know do whatever. And this is when I was back in in the corporate world, of course. And uh, and then I'd go away for a week or two, and then I wouldn't really focus on anything. And I, was, I, I reflected later on, I realized, well, that's you wouldn't really run a company like that. Like it's not like even as a, as a side hustle, or whatever, which is fine. Like as a coach mentor, you don't have to, you know, do it, be doing it full time initially. You can still do it that, at that in that manner as a part time gig, but treating it as an actual business and and holding yourself accountable for those tasks that you need to do within your business is going to be one of the differentiators between you kicking butt and not, in my opinion. Um, the second one, and I'm going to, I'm going to hand the mic over to Jacob. So I reckon he's got stuff to say about this is the blocking out the noise that, that there is, I, th I think is unbelievably powerful um, because you haven't jumped into this comparing yourself and going, ah, oh, you know, why haven't I, or why are they getting, you know that stuff and blah blah and it's hard that there is i find it really hard to be honest and so something i have to keep giving myself a metaphorical slap to remind myself of but um if you're able to do that right from the beginning and you understand well, this is my lane and this is my pathway that i'm going down you know all that stuff a lot of the time it really is just noise the the comparison the what everyone else is doing um and sure you, you get advice and you get like um i guess you know inspiration and whatnot at times but it's still your pathway and so if you're focusing on your own pathway then you know obviously good things happen because you're able just to dismiss all that that negatively impacting information that you can potentially receive if you're open to it so um i thought that was really really powerful yeah no you, you nailed it um the the negative effects of us absorbing so much of other people's shit is huge is absolutely absolutely huge it it will muck with your perception of reality in terms of it can really make you um what's the right word you know when someone achieves something really good and then they're like yeah but and i've seen this so many times i'll message someone to congratulate them and i'll be like dude you know amazing job that's so good and they're like yeah but you know i'm nowhere near you and it's like dude like it's it's such such the wrong way to look at it well i wasn't referring to you in particular but it's really common like yeah it's super common it it, it will crush any you know positive energy that you can draw out of your wins and they're the things that need to catapult you from one to another to another right like if we if we never stop to go that's pretty cool right and i'm not saying standing up on my high horse saying this i struggle to stop and smell the roses trust me i'm one of those people that's like did that that was cool let's move on um, this is this is tough for me and i have to try and actively stop and pause and do it but if you constantly compare yourself to other people you will never ever be happy because there is always another level Right. There is always, always, always going to be another another level. The other problem with it is that you become I've heard a lot of people comment on on, on Kutch's content. Um, and I've read some of it myself myself, and it, it's very good. Um, and the more you just absorb everybody else's stuff, your creativity is going to be suppressed. Because when you sit down to write, when you sit down to create, all you can think about is all this other stuff that you've read and seen. And you're just going to become a parrot or a sheep that just that just follows what everyone else is doing and repeats what everyone else is saying, right? And you've just got to spend three seconds looking at Facebook to see this. Someone, some, I, I sent, I sent um, Jamie and Chris a, a screenshot last night from a post that I saw and and the, the post made no sense. Like it was someone trying to give business advice who had had no place giving business advice. And the advice was horrendous, horrendous. Like, the, anyway, and then you read the comments. <laughs> Couldn't be worse advice, right? You may as well tell someone to shut down their business. If that's how bad the advice was. And then you read the comments and it's like, yes, agree, love it. And I'm like, 
what is going on? And that's what happens when you just, this group think in a really, really bad way starts to kick in. So that's, 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 that's brilliant. I love, I love that. I, I can talk about that shit all day. <laughs> um, so is that in, in your situation culture, because obviously that's something that we talk about in SAA a lot and, and part of the mindset training is to block out that noise. But was that something that you just inherently already kind of had ingrained into just to know I'm going to focus on, on me and what I can do? Uh, or is it something that you've learned along the way type thing? Um, well, it was like for, the first realization was that um, if I will just, you know, like go in, let's say, essay group and see all those results. And those people are far, far away, but it will like affect me, you know, and I didn't want that. And I uh, consciously stayed away because I knew, yeah, 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 um, they're far away, far, far, far uh, from ahead, you know, uh, but it will if I see it and, they, and it, it will like, uh, you know, eat me. Uh, so I just uh, made a cons conscious decision to not, no, 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 no. I know that I, that I will get there, you know, um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's on my steps um, and uh, that it, it will mess with my head. And the other thing was that you just don't have time, you know, why would you spend so much time on, on, you know, searching for stuff if you can uh, spend time that you have with stuff that will that will uh, like do the changes for you, you know, that will uh, give you good stuff uh, to to think about, to to test out. To so I just focused on you know like like why would I go on Facebook and scroll and endlessly if I can use that same time to listen to let's say Andy's interview again, you know, um, yeah. it, it, it was just like scarcity of time, you know. Um, how what, so, how to use it the best way you know on on that note just to cover something a little bit more practical in that case because in, in, that, in that way how would you balance out doing things like engaging in other people's posts for example if if you're trying to i guess actively sort of avoid some of this stuff how do you go through your news feed and sort of be on people's radars without absorbing the content well I engage uh, with people that um, that I'm in contact with. I engage with them, yeah. And uh, I, I, no, I heard this, and it's really wise that uh, don't let don't let social media to use you, but use social media as a tool. And Facebook is like amazing business tool, so you just go consciously with it, you know. Okay, so I connect it, then I engage, uh, you know, just like to create relationship and to help algorithm to, to connect us. But that's it, you know, I don't have to spend like additional two hours on, mm -hmm. on you know, <laughs> on Facebook, just, just you know, because it's endless, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah. This is something that we've discussed before as well. And, and, and an issue that tends to pop up is, and I actually, I understand it, I do, I do get it. But the, the comment tends to be, uh, I only I keep running into other marketers. Um, and so our counter argument to that is, well, yeah, but widen your circle. And, and so we, we almost say it like tongue in cheek, because I mean, it, clearly we're going to run into other marketers all the time anyway. But I mean, you make that conscious choice about who you connect with. And it's the, the people that, like you say, that you are connecting with that maybe they're in a different state of awareness in terms of their customer journey, so to speak. But it's obviously works well for you. You don't necessarily need to run into the same people. You can choose who you, who you connect with, which I think is, uh, is massively powerful. Um, so talk us through an, an average day. Um, cause I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing at this stage you're, you're doing this full time. Um, I think you mentioned, yeah. so how does that look in, in terms of, I guess, what you've got on the go on, a, on an average day? Um, okay. I wake up really early. Um, I have this habit <laughs> from before, um, because when I started this whole thing, uh, kids were homeschooled and I had my previous work. So that one hour in the morning was the only hour that I had a day in a day. Uh, so I just kept that habit 
but now I wake up. I like I like to read in the morning. I I, I do yoga. You know, I love yoga and stuff. I do stuff for myself. This is my my time. Um, okay, then kids get up. They get to school, um, and then I um, I start working. You know, and I start with stuff that it's like hardest for me. You know, um, let's say content videos stuff like this and then messenger um then i have a break i i consciously take breaks because i figured that um if i just you know do that my marathon like 10 hours that i'm <laughs> i you know <laughs> it's awful it, it takes you time but you you're not productive you're not and that uh, breaks that you put in between actually um save you time in the in the day they save you time and you feel better and you feel uh, brain you feed brain with something else and then when you get back uh, behind the screen it works better you know it's like yeah. okay yeah get let's get back you know but otherwise you are just fed up with everything and it doesn't work um so yeah and then um some some connection and some stuff some calls um and by like three o'clock i'm done with that and i I have to, I then have like family life and, um, you know, I, I love to take hikes. So I do a lot of hikes uh, here. We live um, near hills and in the woods and I do that. Um, and that, that's about it. You know, it's not like really um, luxurious, like, you know, Instagram live, but yeah. <laughs> that sounds, sounds amazing to me, to be honest. That sounds yeah, incredible. Um, I, I like the fact that you've got balance in your day as well. Because I think as entrepreneurs, you kind of, I, I know for myself, I used to feel a sense of guilt uh, if I didn't, if I were, wasn't sort of glued to my desk and it felt like I hadn't been as productive as I could have been that day, I'd feel this sense of guilt if I was going and doing other, other stuff. So sometimes I'd go for a walk or sometimes I wouldn't even leave the house because I was like, oh, I'm going to gonna sit in my desk and glue myself in here. Um, but over time, I've learned exactly that, that I think it's, it's vitally important to, you know, if you're not feeling your creative mojo, just to stand up and go for a wander. And if you're fortunate enough to live near some nice hills, then maybe you can go for a walk there or, um, you know, just go do something different and make that, make your, your time, I guess, get that creative energy back so you can come back with a vengeance and just hammer out the work that you need to do. And as yeah. Patrick mentioned earlier, if, you, if you're not feeling the, your mojo that day, then get the vital stuff done and, and sort of take some proper time off and just go, all right, I'm going to go and chillax for a while and see how things roll tomorrow type thing. Um, that's really powerful, really, really good stuff. And I think, yeah, as you mentioned, just that, that balance and that me time in the morning, I think it's kind of, kind of important. Um, there was something you mentioned which I was kind of curious about, but did you... And I might have misheard this, so you know, correct me if I'm wrong. But do you say that when you first got started, you're only doing this for about a, like the, the online business stuff for about an hour a day? Yeah, yeah, I had an hour a day, and I had uh, like two hours, three hours uh, during Saturday that I could uh, use for this. Yes, yes, I only had this, that much of time um, because I have two kids; they were both homeschooled because of the lockdown. And I had uh, my previous work, how, however dying it was, it still took me like nine to 10 hours uh, a day to just to, to, to barely make it, um, to, to keep it like on, on life support, to, to yeah. like to, to pay the bills. So this was, yeah, yeah, on, this was my only time. And I cherished a lot when I heard you, Jacob, uh, that uh, like, uh, use 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Just you know, just use the slots that you have. Uh, so I, I that that's when I got have into the habit to listen to audiobooks. Let's say during I, when when I walk a dog, so I can just multitask. Uh, or that even and then when I have like insight that I just write it. Uh, I just stay and I write it and I have like already like a piece of content or almost done. Uh, so just to use the time, you know, to not, <laughs> um, because I had so little. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's a great point. Um, for, for, for someone who's so busy 
you know, we all get told be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. And I think what, what gets twisted is the reality of what that word really means. Consistent doesn't mean three hours a day because not everybody has that. Consistent doesn't mean eight hours a day because definitely not everybody has that, especially in this space. Consistent means in the windows of opportunity to me anyway, and you can choose to agree or disagree with this, but consistent to me means being means executing in the windows of opportunity that you have. And it means making that thing that you want to do a priority in those windows of opportunity. If you do that, that's all you can expect of yourself, right? If you're, you know, wasting time on other things when you could be doing it, then no, you're not being consistent. But if when the opportunities present themselves, right, and factoring in all other aspects of your life, you take advantage of those times, then that's all you can expect of yourself. And beyond that, you shouldn't be too hard on yourself, I don't think. Massively powerful. There is something else that you you mentioned. I mean, if if you've got a window of time of one hour per day, what that also means is that you, you um, what's the, might need to help me out here, so not Pareto's, what's the um, the time sh- shrinks and expands? Oh, oh, is that Occam's razor? Parkinson's law, I think it is. If Parkinson's law. Yeah. You're, fi- you're saying you, you fill the time with, you, you will fill the time that you've got here, essentially. Yeah, you, you'll get the shit done in the time allotted, basically, and, and it, it actually forces you into into that type of sudden, as Brian mentioned in the comments, making it a priority. But what it also means is that you can't afford that luxury of like sitting down at your computer and just going, ah, well, better check the weather. Yeah, that's nice. And oh, well, I, I remember I had that 15th tab open last night for something. Ah, oh, what was that for? Gosh, I want it. But you, you don't have that luxury because you're just like, bang, we're on. Let's let's do this type of stuff. So I think that's massively powerful. Um, yeah, awesome stuff. Um, the other thing with the other thing with small windows of opportunity is know what you've got to do when you sit down so it sounds so simple it's 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 a to-do list but a to-do list with another layer of detail right like what i used to do was back when i was starting and i was trains planes airports ubers and i i I wouldn't just say write a blog post it was it was like finish this paragraph of this blog post it was like it was that specific because then I got in the Uber and I'm like, right, I need to write this part of this thing. Um, because otherwise what a lot of people do is they, they've got half an hour and they sit down and they spend 20 minutes of that half an hour thinking about what they were going to do in that half an hour and then the half an hour is gone. But if you know exactly what you need to do in that half an hour, you get 29 minutes of execution, save for, you know, picking up your coffee and turning your computer on. Um, that's a like a clear list of things to to knock out will significantly increase your time how would you put that into practical steps like as in how much planning would you go to in that instance um well i'd know what i needed to get done in the big picture as opposed to like because i didn't have a big chunk a day i knew what i needed to do next so I need to engage with these 10 people. Like I was just talking about, right? Like there's, there's 10 people's yeah. profiles I want to comment on. I need to respond to my the people on my hot list and I need to write one Facebook post about topic so that when I sit down, I go bang, 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 bang. I send the messages I need to send. I go, all right, I'm writing a Facebook post about blank and I crank it out. Just, just another layer of detail other than do my daily action plan, right, or, or whatever. That's only if you've got, if you're on really, if you've got, if you've got time to spare, you don't need that. It would help, but you don't need it. It's if you're on like a micro time windows, you need to go to another layer of detail so that you're not wasting half of it thinking about it. Yes, and even even later when when I had time, like, and I started to spend like an hour and a half over a post. And uh, what my mentor said, no, okay, no, that's, you, you spend too much time there. Just 20 minutes. That's it. You have to write, you have to post whatever you write in 20 minutes. Uh, and this actually created the, the, the extra time for me because in hour and a half, I spent like 20 minutes on post, but the other 
you know, uh, one and ten hour, um, I could spend on something else. I could like make a, an email also or something other, you know, just so you can uh, artificially create those short time slots to be more efficient. You can say, okay, I will just add um, for 15 minutes. I will just make this post for 20 minutes. And then you will be left with time, even if you, uh, for, for other stuff, for learning, for uh, for doing something like more, more strategical, not just tactical. That's awesome. Um, this is this is absolutely incredible stuff because one one of my faults is that uh, I don't I don't have the I've got freedom and so therefore as part of that I'm not that great at structuring things the way I used to be back in perhaps the corporate world. So um, hearing these things, I'm like, yeah, okay, I better start setting myself a few deadlines, get crunch crunch things down into you know a couple of small tasks rather than having to um, you know, spend hours on. on random different topics so it's really powerful um what other ninja tips and tricks uh do you do that, you, that perhaps you haven't seen other people do myself oh <laughs> i don't have any ninja tips <laughs> <laughs> go through the training and be consistent yeah. yeah yeah that's because be open you know be, be totally open you you will have to transform your whole self so just be open and start you know just just without set your ego aside you know uh, it doesn't That's really matter yeah uh just just sit down and listen to people who know the stuff and then go out and do it no matter how poor it will be no matter how strange you will feel it will bet, get better you know just just do it just just without thinking just go you know just so this would be like, it's yeah. like a nike commercial I had no plan B. I had to, and it was this was what moved me. This was what um, you know fueled me, because yeah. it's hard at the beginning. You have oh, do the live, uh, you know, um, show yourself on Facebook. I, I didn't even use Facebook before, um, and uh, you know, do make photos of yourself. It's a lot of stuff that you just. It's hard, but no set this aside and just do them and it will become easier i think it's one of the faults with human humans in general is that they might look at the macro and so i'm just circling back to something jacob said before was you know back when he was blogging like if you look at the macro which is i need to produce x number of articles for these keywords for this thing and it needs to be 500 words above so if you look at that isolated you'd be like ah oh, there's way too much to do how the heck am i going to do that oh my god and so therefore it, it brings up this emotion of like kind of like being flustered for a lot of people but then if you if you chunk it down that way um going back to the time management thing like yeah that's it's pretty awesome it means you can get a, a ton of stuff done i think especially in your case it's just don't overthink it like put your whatever you know emotional uh i guess thing that you're feeling at that time put that aside and just go yep okay like it's it's just, it's as good as I can do in this moment right now and it's going to get better and being I guess confident enough just to do that as well I think it's, it's really really because uh... there's only so many things you can do on Facebook right like, it's a cool platform but let's be real there's not that many different things you can do what can you do you can add people you can write stuff you can go live you can talk to people and Watch you can games. engage with people and you can make your offer better that's kind of off Facebook it's like six things and stories right. you can and stories yeah yeah seven there's like seven things you can do All right yeah. so if you do a bit of each of that every day even if it's all not very good if, if every day you connect with some new people you put out some content that's your truth you engage with some people to give the algo some love you progress some conversations you make your offer better you post some stories of the journey, whatever the other one was. If you do a little bit of that every day in sequence, over a week, over a month, over a quarter, and over a year, those little things are gonna add up. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful stuff. Um awesome. What's the um what's the future hold for you? Where are you taking this business? 
it's 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 hard to see in the future you know i i want to it's very yeah. hard <laughs> yeah. uh, i i'm i'm i have some blocks with setting goals like uh by the end of the year i will be there you know so i don't do this but that but i i create like stuff like when i will let's say um uh, get to that um, income i will um, take my kids to a trip or i will you know i i, I turn it around i don't uh, i don't think that it's smart to to link time to some goal that it's out of your really control you know uh, so I don't do that. Um, but other than that, I want to enjoy it. I, and I want to just um, keep learning and become better and better. And just that that's my, you know, that's my drive. I love that. I think that's probably a good opportunity to, to give credit to as well to, to Marco. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say SAA is the only influence on Katja because I know she spent a lot of time with Marco. Um, and, and he has helped her a lot and, and she's, she's, what she's said there has come directly from Marco. I can tell, um, yeah. that's, that's, that's one of his, which if you haven't seen the interview we did with him, go, go watch that. Yeah. So full, full, full shout out to, to Marco for the, the influence he's had on, on cultures as well. Yeah. Because you can then talk to a person who, who sees better things that you're just learning, that you're just for the first time experiencing and on Marco's, um, Marco had huge, 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 uh, he, he was a huge, huge, and he is still, um, huge influence, huge help. I would, no, no way I would, uh, get to, to, I would get some, I would get, um, this far in some time, but not that fast and not with such clarity and not with such like, um, understanding of what's really important and how to do it and how to detach and how to uh, create the day and how to uh, just, you know, if you have a person that you can always ask how to do this, how do I do this? Um, you know, I have these issues, talk to me. And yeah, this, this is like massive, massive. And you can see why Marco's done well, by the way, Kutch is talking about Marco, right? There's a lesson in this that's how much he cares about the people that he sells to. And this isn't even him selling his own product. He sold a SAA, right? That's, that's why Marco's done well. And by extension, why Kutch has done well because of the level of support. And that's what everyone should shoot for in terms of if you're selling something to someone, give a shit, really, really care. Yes. And then it, it spreads, you know, I, I have the same relationship with people that I get in, you know, because I yeah. know, I know how important this is. I know that, Marco, what he said to me when we first talked, uh, he said, you won't be left alone. No, I'm here for you. And he kept that promise like, and over delivered. But this is what, what was major for me. And this is what I want to give further to, you know, I say to people this same, you won't be left alone. You know, I, so it's like it's good practice that just spreads, you know, and uh, helps a lot of people. My girlfriend says the same thing to me and I can't get away from her. <laughs> Stop. Uh, but that, that has a flow-on effect as well, clearly, as, as you mentioned there, because obviously if you've, you've had this experience and it's been in a certain way and it's been positive, then of course you're going to pass that same experience on and then hopefully there's going to be other people that will also then pass that experience on as well. So it has like a... You know, following effect, which I think is, is incredible. Um, awesome stuff. Anything else you'd, uh, you want to ask at all, Jacob, or discuss? Uh, I, I don't have any other questions other than to say a massive well done. Um, I, I love seeing people who crazy concept do the work, execute consistently, and, and get awesome results. I, I love I love it. It's it's fantastic. So well done, Kutcher, and I'm really excited to see where you um, where you take things over the next twelve. 24, five years, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I might just open up, see if there's any uh, questions. Um, other than that, was there anything else that you, any last tips or wisdoms to share with the uh, with the crowd? All? 
I think we said a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what more, you know. I, I told you before that I will be um, forgetting words, so now it's happening. So I just forget the words. <laughs> go, go watch the video with Andy, clearly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 15 times or more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a good interview, actually. Really good interview. Yeah, good um, awesome stuff. Uh, might just give it a half a minute, see if anything pops through. What's up, guys? Um, anything to ask? Catch otherwise, might just wrap it up. I have to say this this program. I I I now um, I work with uh, I. I look at a lot of programs in affiliate marketing and uh, a lot of programs like many 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 i for for everyone that i stumble upon i look at it um and i haven't yet found a program that would be um like saa uh in terms of really focusing on skills in terms of really like from zero how to do it from zero when you don't know anything at all uh and you're just like you know working with food packaging and not knowing anything, anything. And just to, not to only to, to teach you how to, how to do it every day, but also to help you understand the logic behind it, to, to really get it, what's important uh, in, in connecting with people, how to talk to people, how to not be, you know, just, oh yeah, here's a link and that's it. And this is like, I haven't yet stumbled upon the same the same like stuff not yet during all this time like eight months <laughs> we, we hear that a lot too I, I get a lot of messages from people saying i connected with one of your affiliates and it was a really good experience obviously every so often you get a um a, a rotten egg so to speak but um most of the time it's it's very glowing um yeah. and I think that's because of what you just said. It's it's trying to get people to understand the overarching philosophy behind it all, rather than just click here, say this word, you know, do that, do this, do this, because that that creates a clone and a robot who's they're not going to be a particularly valuable business person over the long term. Whereas if they understand yeah. the, the inner workings of it all and why stuff works, that that's where the real value comes from i think yeah awesome stuff um Katja, thank you so much for your time really 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 appreciate you uh tuning in thank um, you let's see that's not a question um yeah massively appreciate your time all the best with the future can't wait to see you absolutely continue to, to blow it up and steal leaderboards and all sorts of groovy stuff <laughs> Um, thanks everyone that tuned in as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Katja. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers. everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.